Welcome back to 8-Bit Bourbon. I just yelled really loud, but we are your number one podcast for all things Pokemon Go. Um, news, hidden locations. Is that a thing in uh, Pokemon Go? Are there hidden locations? Apparently there's a police station uh, somewhere where it's a gym, and so peop- cops are pushing people out of the police I station. S- <laughs> I saw a story, a guy's wife was delivering a, their child and he was playing Pokemon Go and there was Pokemon on her as uh, she was delivering their child. Whether it's true or not, I don't know. <laughs> but uh, yeah, this is Ape at Bourbon. I'm Adam. With me is Dustin. Hello. The one and only Konamanon. Hello. Or Nom Nom now. Nom, yeah, nom, you're going to steal that from me. I called you Nom Nom the other day. And special guest good friend of the show anthony what's going on guys good to be here i wish you could say your last name so i didn't say it no all right that works too so who's anthony uh hyper syntax <laughs> <laughs> that guy <Just> <laughs> uh yeah so uh, this week is a little different andy's not here because he's dead again um nice we're just gonna kind of just talk about 2016 so far what, what we've been up to it doesn't necessarily have to be a, anything from this year but just uh, if you're catching up on games you've been playing or games you missed out on or movies, TV shows, um, crazy stories from Florida, anything, we're good. Well, um, and I also wanted to apologize. We haven't, we haven't recorded a podcast in like two weeks. We tried once. I was on vacation. Um, everybody knows that because Dustin makes sure everybody knows that every time i say i'm on vacation yeah it's me who's making sure everybody knows you're on vacation jesus christ every day <laughs> well at least someone's keeping us informed greatly appreciated yeah. greatly and appreciated. then we had uh we had the fourth of july holiday so uh fuck everybody else we're the most important country in the world and we were all busy fuck you blaze america <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, he was having his own independence party out there with his little Brexit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, are they going to have their own Independence Day now? I don't know. I mean, John Oliver said it best. You can't you can't have an Independence Day when every every country in the world is having an Independence Day from you. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody yeah, has. Sun never said on the British Empire they ruled or <laughs> occupied countries around the world quite literally. So they did it, right? Oh, Dustin, you're getting that 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 beep sound. Yeah, I I can go with good. it though. I'm good. No, well, you're definitely going with it because I always have to go with it. I haven't heard anything so far. Data error. No, Failed sometimes to write some, blobs. What the fuck is a blob? I don't know. Shut up, Zencaster, you piece of shit. <laughs> um. So I don't know. Is everybody a Game of Thrones watcher on here? I, yes, I'm sir. just about caught up. Coincidentally, okay. just about. What does that mean? Oh, just about caught up. Yeah, I'm. I'm at the end of season four. Okay, we won't talk season about four. We won't talk about anything that happens in the last season. But I will say, since we're talking about our favorite things of uh, recently, 2016, uh, that season of Game of Thrones, best season of uh, Game of Thrones, and quite possibly one of the best seasons of TV I've ever seen. I, I won't mind any spoilers if you guys want to. I'm not spoiling anything. All right. I think the I think the last the season finale was the best 
I've seen in TV oh, yeah, in a yeah. very long time. Oh, absolutely. I mean, the, uh, go ahead, Adam. I was going to say the Battle of the Bastards like set a new bar for like yeah. TV presentation for me. Like the way they they shot it and. Uh, it was just incredible and then the next episode after that was even better I didn't think they'd be able to top the last or the second last episode and then they just went like above and beyond it was crazy well I couldn't believe it yeah they were able to wrap up so many storylines in the last two episodes like Mm -hmm. bring those uh, storylines or whatever those characters are doing to completion and still start new storylines or new events new chain of events like immediately after that yeah it was it was incredible. It was really well done. I saw something on Reddit. It was like, you've seen Battle of the Bastards. Next season, you'll see Battle of the Bitches. <laughs> Can't wait. That's pretty much what's going to go down. That's pretty much what's going to go down. Yeah, that's exciting. When I was, when I was on vacation, I was all excited because I had like uh, like 100... I had like 100 pages left in um, Dance, Dance with Dragons. I think that's the name of the book, the last book. Okay. And the first day I was first day I was at the beach, I sat on my nook and I think I broke it, so I couldn't. I, I wasn't able. No. To, I was able to. I was able to read on my white on my iPad, which I hate doing. White people problems, but yeah, there's right. just something about like I hate reading off like a LED screen or LCD screen. I don't even know what it is. I just can't get into it. I don't like yeah. the way it looks. That new all I wanted is, looks really good though. Yeah, it does. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'll probably get a Kindle. And just say fuck my library that I built on my Nook. Mm. Yeah, piracy. Uh, we'll you know. There's got to be a way for you to get get yeah, the just... Nook app on your Kindle or something. Uh, I don't know if I get if I get like a, a paper white. I don't know if they would let me do that. I don't know if you can get apps on on the regular Kindle. Yeah, I, I doubt know. you can get much on the paper white because that's like specifically designed for reading. It's got, yeah. I mean, it's amazing. You can read that perfectly clear uh, in broad daylight. Uh, I got my wife one, and it's just fantastic. But as far as any type of app capability, I mean, it's it's great to read on, but that that display is quite limited. But again, that's it's not what it's made for. Yeah, and and books are a little different. Like, how often have you ever gone back and read a book? Oh, never personally. Yeah, I mean, so. if, if it's a book in a series, and there's a new book coming out, I will go back and read the books yeah. leading up to it. Well, yeah, I guess, I guess I could do that, but I—I I mean, I do have the Nook app on my iPad, so if I ever needed to read something, I could suffer on my iPad. I mean, it's not that big of a deal. It's just—it's just not as comfortable as like the hand, yeah, it, like the the, spine, the tiny like e e reader. Well, you know, first world problems. I'm bitching about reading a a book on my five hundred dollar iPad. <laughs> I can't but read, that's but like I don't a, like reading on like my iPad. I want my Nook, and I just yeah. don't want to get know, the Kindle. It hurts my eyes. <laughs> it's it's like it's it's the it's the Retina one. It's like it's really well. It's like it's it's really light. It's really well balanced. It doesn't feel awkward in your hands. Mm-hmm. It's perfect. But I just I hate it. It's kind of like my dick. You know what I'm saying? No, that's not awkward no. to handle at all. <laughs> I mean, wait, what are we talking about? It's comfortably good girth, weight, solid feel. <clears throat> good, I'm glad. I hope you enjoy it. But yeah, phenomenon. keep going, keep going, catch up on that shit. Yeah, I just I just checked to see where I'm at, and I saw the finale for season four uh, just last night. Nice. Yep. Like, I don't even remember what happened at the end of season four, so what, what part of the storyline are you in right now? Arya and the Hound are... Are wandering around uh, Starks. They're all dead except for you know 
spoilers, right? Uh, <laughs> not for us, <laughs> right? Yeah. Thankfully. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Littlefinger took over the veil. Ah, uh, yes. And I believe that was basically the finale. Okay. Yep. There's only nice. one woman I've ever loved so much. Your sister. Say what? Is that bitch? Adios. Now there, the last or season five was pretty good too. Yeah, it's that had a little bit more like filler in between the major storylines uh, mm-hmm. leading up to six, and then six just brought so many things uh, into completion. Six, six did have th- like th- three really slow episodes before the last two, though. There was that is true. nothing. We thought like the one that went over Memorial Day. We we're like, all right, well maybe just they just realize that people aren't going to be home watching it, and you know, take your time get some story thrown in on this episode. It's like a throwaway episode. But then the next two were like, Jesus Christ. I mean, nothing, nothing's going on. Like shit was happening. And then they, the next one's battle of the bastards. And the next one's the season finale. Yes. It was sweet. I watched that season finale at night. And then when I woke up in the morning, the next day I watched it again. It was that Just good. Watch again. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I've really ever done that with TV show. No, nah, I haven't. Yeah. I won't usually rewatch anything until there's new content coming out. Mm-hmm. Um, the last thing I'll say about like uh, entertainment media, besides video games, is so I bought Batman vs Superman extended unrated edition. Yeah, uh, yeah. what There's a movie that is! It's great, isn't it? There's no tits in it, but oh, it man. actually makes it. It actually makes like a good movie. Like it's shot well, it's edited well, um, and it made me believe in Zack Snyder again. Yeah, I didn't but see hey, anything what people were complaining about. When the theatrical release came out and it got, you know, panned. Yeah. It was great. Oh, it's, extended. It's just a, yeah, it's a really well-made movie. Three unlike hours. the original. The original so is the, just like a, what? I was going to, I was waiting until you're done. I don't remember what I was going to say. Go ahead. I was, I was going to ask what the difference between the original and the extended cut were. Uh, there's just more like story to it. If some of it makes sense. Like, um. Uh, this isn't, a, this isn't really a spoiler, but, like, because you see it in the trailer, like, it's a point where Perry White tells Clark Kent that nobody cares about uh, Clark Kent chasing down Superman or fighting or fighting Batman. But in between there, there's they show Clark Kent going into Gotham and talking to the families or uh, people that haven't been affected by Batman, like mm-hmm. his reign of terror and how he's changing and... Um, there's two sides to that story. Some people are like, you don't have nothing to worry about if you're not doing anything wrong. And then you see another lady, her husband was killed because her um, her husband, he was killed because he was branded by Batman and sent to jail. And if you're going to jail with that Batman brand for some reason, uh, the people kill you. Yeah, so That was a very and, strange part of the story, I thought. Yeah. What did they pull that from? Is that from any of the comics or anything? I've never I've never seen that before. That's that's pretty brutal for Batman. Mm-hmm. But they were, I mean they did the they, whole movie. They did a good job of trying to show that since Superman has come to Earth, Batman is changing. He's not necessarily like this crime fighting vigilante superhero that everybody thought he was. He's kind of going off his own path and he that he's scared. He's just a scared man trying to find the answers and trying to do what he thinks is right to protect the people around him. But he's kind of he has like it's like a checks and balances thing. Like he's searching for the checks and balance for Superman. Nobody's searching for the checks and balances for Batman. So it kind of it's it's kind of cool. Hmm. 
Mm-hmm. They do a really good. I mean, and the, there's Lex Luthor stuff that's really good. There, it's just there's just more story to it. It's it actually feels like a well made movie compared because I think that was the worst thing about Batman vs Superman the original one. I really liked it. I liked the content was in it, but it it just didn't feel like a well made movie compared mm-hmm. to like the Marvel um, stuff that has been coming out. Now, well, it feels like they rushed. They I rushed it in the original but, one where they were like, "Here's a bunch of stuff, and now here's some more stuff, and now there's a fight." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you know the runtime of the original theatrical release? Yeah, so it's just about the. I want to say it was. Like it had to have been close two and a half. Yeah, I would say two and a half. Yeah, so the original was two and a half. Missing, it'd be pretty hard to watch. Yeah, the original was two and a half. Okay. Yeah. It's about the same length yeah. as Civil War. I'll never go back and watch the original. In my opinion, there's only one version of that movie, and it's the extended unrated. I'd be surprised if they didn't burn it. It'd be, I mean, it would be smart. It'd be smart. Why not just give people a three-hour movie? Just do it. Make Give them the better product. If Peter Jackson can make one book into three three-hour movies, I'm sure we can get a Batman v Superman <laughs> movie for three yeah, hours. No, it's. I, I mean, it's not slower on entertaining. It's good. It's a well-made movie. Yeah. The cartoon Dark Knight Returns movie is is two parts, and it it needs it. That comic was long. It it covered a lot. It seemed like this Batman vs. Superman movie covered even more than that that comic could have. Mm -hmm. It did good. I mean, it was good. I I was really impressed with it. I'm not just saying because I'm a Batman super fan. Like, I was pretty harsh on Batman vs. Superman, even though I liked it. I was pretty harsh on it for... And I wanted Zack Snyder off of Justice League, but after seeing that version... You know, I kind of want to see what he uh, what he does with Justice League. Yeah, because it wasn't bad. Faith restored, huh? Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Well, that's great. I, st- I still really like Watchmen. That I enjoyed. Like, I only read a little bit of the comics leading up to the release of Watchmen, but um, that was a really long movie too. But like with with the Watchmen and Superman and Batman, you're using or you're drawing from so much content. You're drawing from so much mm-hmm. history that. Like, I just don't see how people can really make a good movie that's less than two and a half hours long if you're going to try to put yeah. everything in one movie. Like, there's, um, uh, I'm a fan of Full Metal Alchemist, the anime series, and uh, there's talk of having a live action movie, and I'm getting all jazz, all hyped about it. And I read, uh, read some articles uh, not too long ago saying that they're going to try to do the entire series in one movie. Oh, and I'm no. like, that's, there's just no way this is going to be good. And then I looked at like, the cast listing, and they're, like, they just cut out half of the main characters. And I'm like, you, you just can't do that to get the full effect. So it's the same thing with a lot of these like, comic book um, characters and comic book movies coming to theaters. Is you only have like, two to three hours, really, to work with. Unless you're going to have some mm-hmm. like dedicated fan base like with Lord of the Rings where you can go three plus hours and people will still sit in their seats for that long. Otherwise, mm-hmm. you know, you're limited to people's attention spans and quite honestly, the strength of their bladder for how long they can sit in one place. <laughs> well, yeah, you get those super duper gulps of uh, the extra yeah, large yeah, soda. Yeah, yeah. I've got um, a 90 minute limit myself. Yeah, right? <laughs> you can't get up so much I drank before I went to the movie theater. <laughs> I hope those intermissions start becoming popular again. Yeah, uh, I, I would. I would be pissed if there was ever an intermission. You don't once like I'm, once, once I'm locked in, I just want to. I just want to do it. Get, oh, I just want to sit there. It was yeah. proper for the uh, the hateful eight. That was a good intermission. 
I drove back from New Jersey last Saturday to New York. Five hours, didn't stop once. I'm good. Well, you know, some people can do that. (laughs) (laughs) No, but on the way there, I stopped like twice. I'm not sure if uh, a wifey will be able to handle that. She'll probably like start smacking me. Well, usually, I'm usually not that good. I was just so pissed at traffic and stuff, uh, and I wanted to get home. I just went for it. You just wanted to see your your dog. Yeah, no, I wanted to play. I wanted to get home and play Destiny. Yeah, my buddy. <laughs> You're still in you know, that. Speaking of which, you did not like that raid at all, did you? I did like that raid. Let me explain myself. I'm going <laughs> all right, here. okay. Okay. I was really... I was kind of drunk that last episode. Um, no. I did like what? the raid. <laughs> what? No. Lies. Really? Bourbon. I keep that name going. Yeah. Um, <laughs> bourbon is in the I, pocket. I, so, all right, get on. I guess I just didn't. I just I didn't explain myself well because I had probably played. Me and Dustin probably played like forty, fifty hours of Destiny before that raid. Mm-hmm. Um, everything I've been doing in Destiny has been a repeat, like instance. You know, you shoot shit. Yep. When I got into that raid, it was nothing like I've ever done in Destiny before. I I mean, there would be times where like they were explaining things for like fifteen minutes. About how we were doing, what we were gonna do here. There was the puzzle to it, and it was so overwhelming to me. Like I didn't know how to take it. Like I enjoyed it, but it wasn't like, hey, let's go play a horde mode and just have a blast. The raid is completely different than that. Yeah. So it's come like, on, right, hold on. I agree. Come on, on. Have you played Destiny? Have you done the raid? I've played Destiny back when it was new, before the the major the the wolf or whatever expansion. Okay. And I'm one of those players who basically gave up on it, pretty disappointed. All right. Uh, I hated the raids. I thought I thought pretty much exactly what Adam was saying. It's so unlike what I what I did enjoy from the gameplay that uh, I was pretty turned off just in general from the first raid. I tried the second one too. Just couldn't get into it. Felt like it was a little too much of a, an investment in time. I got gotcha. you. Yeah, I, I like, I like I Destiny for the. Go ahead. For the grind, I guess. I guess I'm an outlier player who who doesn't mind all that repeat shit. No, I, I, I think repeat. Destiny's great for the grind. Like I would put it up there with like a Diablo. I think I think that's one of the problems with um, the division. Like the multiplayer ended up being the grind, and nobody was willing to do that because there wasn't enough like single player content to uh, keep you going. And Destiny, like it just it it's it's a better shooter and it's more fun. So I'm willing to grind that one out a little more than yeah. say mm-hmm. like the division. Yeah. But what, the raids are, they're so different. What I can't imagine what the hard ones look like. Oh yeah. When you, when you bump up that difficulty. Yeah. It gets more intense. The light level of everything goes up. Um, there are additional factors you need to pay attention to. Uh, the mechanics change ever so slightly, but it just gets, you get more guys thrown at you that are, a higher difficulty for the most part. So much health. Yes. Well, that was the thing with that raid. I felt like we never really even fought anybody. Like, there was just like... It, the, how long do you think it took us? Like, three hours? Three and a half hours like to that. do that yeah, one? It took a while. It felt like there was like an, there would be like an hour-long gap of us just jumping the places or like a quick little skirmish. Nothing, nothing crazy. Nothing like a normal mm-hmm. Destiny... Uh, like a mission would be. Yeah, that is one thing that I'll say about the King's Fall raid is that you have these jump puzzles between the main sections, and 
to me, it just doesn't add much to the game itself. It doesn't add much to the story or the world building within the raid. It's just this pain in the ass section where you need to like, or for like jumping across on the back of the tomb ships uh, that fade in and out. Like it, it doesn't add anything to the storytelling. It's just this pain in the ass that you have to like wait for these ships to appear and disappear and jump on their backs and hopefully you can make it across. Same thing with the. Um, <laughs> with the boner wall, which if you've played the King's Fall Raid, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> boner wall. The, the boner bo- wall wasn't as hard as the the ships that were um, sounds like a good disappearing. Sign. Yeah, but again, it just doesn't add anything to the story. I don't think it's just a, an yeah. additional like challenge to go through. So, yeah, well, and I mean, in that f- and the first discovery, that's got to be like special. Oh, you know, yeah. figure that out. That's that's cool. But like, I just wasn't ready. I didn't know that's what a raid was, and I really didn't know how to process it. Like, it's a it lot. Was it was fun, but like, is it as fun as like doing like a horde mode or just going like through an area and just shooting everybody and killing everybody? Probably not. Maybe because it's just. I mean, you have to be like laser focused. You have to pay attention. You have to work as a team. Mm-hmm. You're in a bigger party than you normally ever are. Yeah. So there's that. Yeah. Yeah. It's so it didn't definitely- suck. Yeah, it's it's definitely a Is different experience, break? and um, like uh, I have another friend I'm trying to get into the raid, and uh, like he kind of likes to kind of fly off and do his own thing. It's like no, no, don't do that, don't do that during the raid. But we'll get him in there. If you're on, we could probably get you into another raid. And we only did the normal road for King's Fall. The other raids prior to, even though Kanamana. Uh, wasn't exactly a huge fan. They're a little more action-based with less puzzles. So, um, yeah, there's more fighting going on than those. But, yeah, it's a completely different uh, mechanic, completely different experience within the Destiny game itself. So Yeah, that does sound strange compared to what I've experienced in the first two raids. Yeah, well, I just wish um, I didn't get kicked out every five minutes playing Destiny. That's a- <laughs> that hasn't happened that often. Oh, man. I was playing. I was playing by myself, um, like a couple days ago, just trying to get those patrol missions completed or whatever. And every hour on the hour, I would get kicked out, and I'd have to wait five minutes to log back in. Every hour. That sounds frustrating. Yeah, it sounds like your local connection because I've never had those issues. So I broke my Xbox. And there, <laughs> they were done. They were done. Down. Snapped over your knee. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Killed it like office space. Baseball bat in the driveway. I had the same song playing, too. Well, there you go. Gangs. Anthony, how many hours would you say you have in uh, Destiny? Oh, jeez. You know what? Uh, a lot. Um, I'm actually I'm jumping on my phone right now because I think I can actually check. And it's by character. Uh, my main is a warlock. That's what I usually go by. And let's see, does it give me... Time played 11 days, 11 hours, and 44 minutes with my Warlock. It's pretty good. Yep. <laughs> so, uh, good- quite a bit right there. Yeah, 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 and like, even though that Destiny hasn't, it's been out for what, two years now? Yeah, two it's years, yep. Yeah. Um, Konamana, I'd be interested to see if you like the Taken King, because that seemed to be like the rebirth of that game. Oh, we I- talked about like the 2.0 version of have evolved yeah. or something that but um and I, I haven't played in Destiny before Taken King but 
That's just what everybody seemed to have said. I, I, w- I think I think Destiny. Everything I played, I think is great. I really like the game. I, I might have to consider buying the Taken King for the for the PlayStation Four, but on principle, I I basically gave up on that series. I, I'm I'm done with it. They yeah. they raised the price on everyone who bought the uh, the the original pre order by an extra ten dollars in order to get the Taken King, just by way of having sales that are a better deal later. And it mm-hmm. just seemed seemed like a real slap in the face. I was I was pretty pissed about that. Yeah, I waited a long time to buy that. I think I got it. I think I got it for like twenty six dollars. I got everything for twenty six dollars. Yeah, you son of a bitch. That's a great deal, yeah. man. I, <laughs> I, I paid top dollars for everything. Yeah, I had like a fourteen dollar coupon from Xbox Rewards, and I got like the Legendary Edition for forty bucks, and I think it came out to like twenty six something, yeah, which beautiful. is a good deal. Yeah, it is. That it is. Yeah, so... Uh, that game's still not on my- PC, is it? I don't think it's ever coming to PC. Oh, that's too bad. I might I might have actually paid for it again. You never know. Destiny 2 could. Oh. Maybe you can I hope dip your feet on. in it again. I, like I, wonder if, um, I wonder if you'll be able to play it if you have the Windows 10 app on your PC. Oh. Uh, I think, from what I saw from E3, every time that they announced a... Uh, what do they call it? A universal Windows platform or something like that? A universal Windows app? I can't, I can't remember the exact term. But 10 compatible. I'll, say that again? Yeah, Windows 10 compatible? Yeah, something like something that. Something like that? Um, I don't remember. Every either. game that they announced that where you could purchase it for the Xbox and then get it on the PC as well, it seemed to be all of their like first-party games. Yeah, apps. Destiny wouldn't. Yeah. There's no way Destiny would fall in that category. <sighs> All right, so that's one of my favorite things from uh, 2016. Somebody give me something else. What have you guys been playing? Even though mine didn't come out this year. Both of us got to play Super Hot. I think I was the one who recommended. Hell you. yeah, What's, that's a great one. Let's talk about Super Hot. Super Hot is is like an actual new concept. Something I haven't seen in a long time. They they slow down time as you move throughout the game and progress it the the faster you move. So standing still gives you. A, a slow time frame to think and then you get to take your actions it, it turns into a strategy game rather than a shooter because you have to you're, you're overwhelmed by the enemies in every mission so yeah. if your moves aren't precise and perfect and plotted you'll end up getting shot and they're back it's almost like you're a stunt coordinator for a movie and you're doing like the walkthrough yeah exactly like they needed to have like a John Woo like expansion where there's just like pigeons every now and then or doves or whatever those is that what John Woo's trademark is? Uh, you guys know what I'm talking about? I don't know. He's a guy with he's a director. Whenever there's like a fight scene, there's always like white doves that fly in the sky. I, I oh, I know what you're talking about now. Chow Young Fat or whatever that guy's name. He was in all of his movies. That makes me think if Super Hot had some kind of like wire fighting because it has a katana in it and that that opens up a little bit of melee. But if you could jump around in, in Super Hot, that'd be that'd be pretty sick. Yeah, I haven't finished Super Hot, but from everything I've heard, I think I'm like right at the end. I could not finish um, it. I had to. I had to put on a trainer and give myself infinite health to get through the rest of the missions. Oh, it's really? Way too difficult. All right, maybe. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah. Uh, maybe I'm not as far. I'm pretty far. My favorite part of that was when you have to fight like the three dudes in the elevator, and then when the door opens up, there's two guys with a shotgun outside. Right. That one took me forever, but it's so cool once you do it and then like they show you like the instant replay at like regular speed mm-hmm. of what you do it's so badass makes you feel like a super ninja 
It really does. It makes you, yeah, it makes you feel like like a superhero, like you're fucking like Neo or somebody, just fucking people up. So that 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 made me think if if they ever try to make a video game about the Flash, they could do it like this. Yeah, that'd be there cool. You go. That'd be sick. But he'd also be in fucking invincible. Well, yeah. regenerative <laughs> healing, you know, yeah. like the CW Flash. Anybody ever played the um, X Men Origins Wolverine game? No. Yeah, I think so. or, God, that game is good. If you ever get a chance to play that game, it's it's like the rated R like um, video game for Wolverine. And is it like back in PlayStation Two days? Eh, I want to say maybe. I th- maybe in so. PlayStation Three, Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty, but maybe it maybe been that old. Whatever the however old that shitty movie is, right? <laughs> um, but it's cool. Like it has regenerative health, so as you're getting shot, like all your skin and meat is flying off your body. So you're kind of like this Terminator-looking skin guy. Oh, nice! You just have like the, his like adamantium uh, bones, but it's violent. Like you cut like people's heads off. You cut people's like cut people in half. Cut like their arms and legs off, and it's like a Wolverine game, and it's fucking great. Sounds hot. It's really super hot. How shirtless does uh, Wolverine get? Pretty sure there's some shirtless spots. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. I might need to get that game. <laughs> Release date, what? May 1st, 2009. Wow. 2009, when was that? It was, was a really uh, good game. Seven years so ago? Th- yeah. So obviously it was on last gen. That was uh, yeah, so it, and PS3. It, yeah, I, I want to say I played it because I had a Wii 360. Nintendo DS. Yeah. I think I had uh, I had a GameFly account at that time, and that's where I would um, get my PlayStation Three games. Is GameFly yeah. still a thing? I had I GameFly so. last so, year. Yeah. Oh, jeez. I got, I I got GameFly as soon as I got my PlayStation Four, so I could actually, you know, enjoy it. GameFly is a good deal. I I, I always enjoy my time with GameFly. I canceled it out. recently, but it, it's been a good. It's been a great service. <clears throat> and you know what they have? They have a good thing. I don't know if it's like a members only thing, but. Uh, a lot of times they sell like their overstocks, so oh, cool. you can get like a you can get like a newer game for like a GameStop price. Yeah, I got you know, one I that, got The Witcher for like forty dollars after my five dollar discount. Yeah. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. I used to have I had a yard sale a couple of years ago, and I must have had like fifty or sixty PlayStation Three games because I would just buy them off of GameFly ones I was missing um, when they would go for like fifteen dollars each. Yeah. I would just I would just pick them up. I would, anything I wanted to try that I never really had a chance to play, I would just pick it up. You get them for like sometimes they have like four ninety nine sales. Oh wow! Hey, you can get you can get a game. I mean, it's not like a brand new game, but it's a game maybe you wanted to try. Mm-hmm. Um, and they send it to you. It's fucking great. Send you the box. They send you everything. It's a good deal. I've, I've had a lot out. better luck with GameFly than I ever did re- renting from Hollywood Video or Blockbuster too. GameFly's never sent me a disc with a scratch on it or. Anything like that? Yeah, because they have take it, care of their discs. <laughs> yeah. Have any Have any of you guys ever won the the Red Box lottery before and gotten a piece of paper when you rent a movie or a game? A piece uh, of paper. Yeah, you like the people that just photocopy the the UPC code, oh. cut it in circle, and put it back in the the thing, and that sounds that's like how they like return the kind of lottery. I don't want to win. Yeah. yeah. Right. I've never done it, but I've seen people. I've seen pictures of like online people stealing that way. I've done this shit with Netflix before. I forgot to send the movie back, and they called me and they're like, "Did you send this back?" And I was like, "Yeah." And they're like, "Okay." And then I just had a free movie, so I just didn't feel like sending it back. <laughs> uh, nice. But whatever. Didn't mean to steal. I don't even know what it was. Yeah, who cares? 
It's probably they the just ring. print those discs anyway. <laughs> Doesn't it feel like January was like a hundred years ago? It does. I'm looking back at these games because I, I I've, I've been pl- I've played quite a few games this year. I did not know Oxen Free came out this year. That was a game I beat. Um, game that is probably forgettable. Firewatch came out this year. Anybody play Firewatch? Yeah, I played the hell out of Firewatch. Did you like it? I thought it was great. It's it's a cinematic game. It doesn't have any action. It's just wandering around through the forest, progressing through the story. You got a few options for you know dialogue, but they don't they don't ultimately affect anything. Um, it's very linear. Just a neat have little you, story. Have you played Gone Home? Gone Home? No. Okay. I think I'm the closest other be- game I played would be The Witness. Okay. Puzzle game. I was wondering if it's better than that piece of shit game, Gone Home. Gone Home? Is that the one that depresses everybody? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's not a real game. game. It's not a game. It's fucking dumb. Yeah, well, you can't really call Firewatch a game if you don't call that a game either, though. I, For everything I've seen of Firewatch, it looks a little more gamey than what um, it is, Gone Home was. It is in first person. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it'd be a good VR game. <laughs> There's an Attack on Titan game coming out this year. What? Oh, that could be good. Oh man, I just finished the first season of that. It's so good. I hope oh, I hope no. it's a PlayStation Four exclusive because that's the box art I see. Oh no! <laughs> Don't be dead. <laughs> just another. There's a, uh, there's like four man. There's a um, a computer game that uh, my brother-in-law knows about where you're swinging around as one of the uh, I don't I don't know what they're called the people who kill the Titans. Um, it's, yeah, it's, those guys fucking hard dude I have no idea what Attack on Titan is I just know it's anime so I said it shooting, I'm throwing that line out for Dustin to grab onto well uh, Attack on Titan season 2 is coming out uh, next uh, spring hell so yeah for that. Uh, okay I feel like that I guess I guess I don't know my animes I feel like that's a really that's not an old anime Attack on Titan no it's pretty I mean old the now. first season was about uh, two and a half years ago something like that okay. was it even and, that long uh, it's either a year and a half or two and a half years ago. Let's see when the mango came out. And the, uh, the, ma- the first, the first season of Attack on Titan is the first eight volumes of the manga, and they're up to eighteen now. So they they should have enough for another two episodes. What the they're fuck is a mango? Time, they they, it, they release the it's it's a backwards comic in black and white. That's a mango. It okay. It, it's yes. a Japanese graphic novel is basically what it is okay that's exactly what it is actually um it's your standard (laughs) comic book graphic novel where you just read it from yeah back to front right to left and for whatever reason they don't print them normally they're like in tiny little bible books oh didn't scott isn't scott pilgrim pilgrim kind of like that but not it's not is is scott pilgrim backwards no it's Uh, not could have been that's not but but is it smaller though yeah it is yeah. Okay. I'm trying to do the best I can to picture what a stupid little Bible book looks like. Uh, what what kind of phone do you have? I have a Nexus six five 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 how, Nexus how five five point five. Bing! It's got a screen <laughs> up. <laughs> I want to say it's a Nexus five. I'm not sure. It's a little. I think it's the next. It's a little bigger than your phone, and it's about one three times bigger than my cock. You have a nook, right? It's about that size. 
Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's not too bad. It's smaller than a book, but it's uh, bigger. Or it's smaller than a comic book, but it's uh, it's bigger than. Just go to any Barnes and Noble, <laughs> and people are sitting down reading those things. Don't, don't look at them. <laughs> All right. Um, what else? We oh, Gone Home did come out this year, so I played Gone Home. Fuck that game. I haven't said fuck that game to any games yet today, so fuck that one. Um, Phenomenon, you said you played The Witness? Andy never gave up, gave us a follow-up on The Witness. I don't know if he never the stuck Witness, with it. The Witness, uh, it's a real brain t- teaser. You're not going to beat that game without a notebook. You need to write things down so you don't have to remember them. What if you had to watch The Notebook to solve the puzzles oh, for the witness then i would I never beat that game <laughs> <laughs> or play it for that matter oh, dustin how many times have you seen the notebook um i don't know what that is to be honest oh, damn how many times have you seen the notebook uh i saw the ending once with max girlfriend and i laughed and she said you're a monster and then i never saw it again oh, i know what the ending order. is i know what the, i know the story i thought it was pretty funny Apparently, it's, uh, that. is that the one where there's like a kiss in the rain? Uh, yes, it's it's the one That's where like the, the boy falls in love with the girl, and then they're in a boat. Memory, oh, or, right? that one, the, the one where the girl falls in love with the boy. Yeah, isn't he supposed yeah. to be like fucking ugly or something? A hobo, Ryan Gosling. Watch your mouth. <laughs> he was a hottie. That 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 He's movie made that motherfucker famous. Who's Ryan Gosling? You know. Is that Deadpool? Drive that doesn't. He's the guy from Drive that doesn't talk in any of his movies since Drive. Oh, I was really Nicholas hoping Cage. he wouldn't okay. talk throughout all of Drive. <laughs> that would have been such a good movie if he just never spoke. Dude, he doesn't speak in Drive. There's a all. fan theory in Drive that he's autistic, right? Or retarded? Something along those lines. Did you ever see the movie that he did after that with like the Drive director? It's like an Asian movie. Was it Something called about Stop? No, it's something about, like, the devil. I don't know. But it's, like, he plays the exact same character in a totally different movie. And it's one of the worst movies you'll ever see in your life. Like, he just, like, looks at the camera and, like, grunts or just, like, makes, like, weird faces when he's talking to people. That's my type of order there. (laughs) God, it's bad. I'm going to look that up. It's, like, (laughs) something. I think it's something with God, God amongst us, the devil and the God. I don't fucking know. Well, it obviously left a really big impression on you, and that's why you can yeah. remember the name of it. Yeah, so. it was really, it was really, it was, you know, it was special. Uh, all right, Anthony, you go. You, I know there's one more game that Phenomenon's played that I want to talk to him about, but we'll come back to him. All right. Is there anything you've been, um, you, like, stand out? Well, mo- money's been really tight around the, the household recently, so I've just been just latching on to whatever free games kind of come out on Xbox Live, Games of Gold. I'll like you know piddle around with them for a little bit. Um, there's some pretty cool indie titles on there. What was it? Has anybody tried the Banner Saga or the Banner Saga not, two yet? Not yet. Um, I, on my list. What's up? I bought the Banner Saga one with all with the all the intention in the world to play it, and then I just never did. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't even know there was a second one coming out, so I'm kind of excited to to see if anybody will play it now. All right. So that's on my list to play. Um, I'm not even sure if it came out earlier this year, but it was, uh, what was it, Valiant Hearts? Yes. That one, I mean... That came out like two years it, ago, but... Yeah, it came out two years what ago. What a fucking game. Oh, it was beautiful. Um, 
real emotional. I was like, don't let the man die. <laughs> this is what I want from uh, this is what I want from Battlefield One. I want a Valiant Heart DLC pack. Oh, that'd be great. I want to see somebody be that big black guy and somebody be that big French dude. Yeah. Just bash or, things with or, the shovel. or somebody be the dog. <laughs> um, so yeah, I've been. It's mainly been Destiny and whatever games I can grab free from Games of Gold right now. Um, looking towards the future, though, as far as 2016 is concerned, I've got a few games written down, uh, and apparently I'm like one of the only people uh, in the gaming community that's actually excited for Watch Dogs 2 to come out later this year. Um, yes, you it's been kind no, of. Funny. I, I, I hate up? everything. I, I like that trailer a lot. I thought it was a cool trailer. It's going to be a lot different from Watch Dogs One, uh, which is going to be great. My biggest concern for the Ubisoft is their <laughs> number of collectibles and how many collectible little items that they have all throughout their map. Oh, Ubisoft loves that stuff. Too. Oh, they you, love it so and much. You know, Ubisoft is really great at coming up with a cool concept and then not delivering it on the first game and then nailing it home on the second. Assassin's mm-hmm. Creed 1, oh, great, yeah. great idea. Game didn't work. Assassin's Creed 2 was one of my all-time favorite games. Yeah. They nailed it. So maybe Watch Dogs 2 can be the next Assassin's Creed. Everybody always says it about Ubisoft. You know, was... Right. Yeah, but uh, I did hear that they got rid of a lot of the... Uh augmented reality like mini games um so that's fantastic because i never played any of those i'm just hoping that they really did get rid of the uh the collectibles because i'm working my way through uh ac syndicate right now and there's not as many collectibles as was in oh what the hell was the last one unity unity was just ridiculous yeah Yeah. um (laughs) And every time I loaded it up, I'm like, playing Assassin's Creed, you and I, T-Y. <laughs> um, yeah, I think uh, T.D. Sprouse gave me a uh, free copy of Unity. I played it for like an hour, and I was like, nope, I'm, I'm done. Uh, I'm good. Yeah. I'm good. This game is not good. Yeah. I actually I mean, beat I'm, that game. I, I, I do like all the Assassin's Creeds, though. They, they can't make a bad game in my eyes. Oh, yeah, I, thought, I'm a huge I, thought three, I thought three and Unity were fucking terrible. Well, Assassin's Creed 3 suffered from like being way too siloed of a uh, of a production because they had parts of the game that just existed within themselves, like setting up the trade routes and establishing your homestead. Like they just so did pointless. nothing else throughout the game. You could establish trade routes for the sake of establishing more trade routes. You could, you know, craft more items with Ben Franklin for whatever reason there was but it didn't open up anything else within the rest of the game so that was a, my huge issue with uh, Assassin's Creed 3 but um, with uh, Syndicate it doesn't seem too bad it just seems like it honestly seems like an Assassin's Creed Saints Row game because you're establishing your gang and you're knocking out pieces of the neighborhood to call your hood and you can recruit your gang <laughs> members. That's racist. That's racist. All of this is and racist. I- French people do not understand anything. They're like Japanese people. Right. <laughs> Dude, there was... Who, Dustin, was it me or you that had like a Laquisha Pokemon the other day? That was me. I had that. What the I fuck caught, is that? 
I caught a Jinx and I named it Laquisha because I thought it was. Oh, you named it. Okay. All right. Oh, I thought that was like the real name from like the Pokemon. I was like, what the fuck is wrong with him? Also, what the fuck is wrong with you? (laughs) You I'm a funny guy. Why would why would you admit that? Oh, you're terrible. Should have been like, yeah, those Japanese racist fucks. (laughs) Sorry, anyway. Um, yeah. So like the whole hacker slash like punk theme is like that's basically my that's my wheelhouse that's 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 my jam right there uh so i'm all sorts of excited and um like the announcement that they're going to come out with the watchdogs movie i think again has huge potential to just be freaking awesome um and i think one of the main themes in watchdogs too is that you're going to be hacking into some type of uh either senators or some other like government officials like uh servers or something to expose some type of government corruption. So they're really pushing the whole aspect of DedSec uh, in Watch Dogs 2. Rather than DedSec being like the enemy or one of these uh, enemy factions, you're actually a member of DedSec. So there's going to be a lot more digging through people's servers uh, to dig information rather than just... I thought I heard the bad guy's name was going to be Thomas Frump or something around with Donald Trump. Couldn't think on the spot. I don't... Think so. Mark Thrust. I have some notes next to me. Mark Thrust is uh is one of the names that they threw out there. So mm. we got a T and a U in the name if you want to really stretch hey, it out. We're all going there. Alright, we're going there. We're gonna take him down. Fuck <laughs> so, so that's what I'm looking for. That and uh Final Fantasy fifteen, I'm really hoping, really hoping that it makes up for Final Fantasy uh, 13 and that hallway simulator. Did uh, you play the demo? Yes. Yes, I did. How was that? Um, I enjoyed it. It was about, okay. give or take, an hour long, depending on how quickly you burn through it. And it really was an introduction to the game and the game mechanics, which I think is really important, especially for people if you're not playing the uh, was it Final Fantasy 14, the uh, MMO for Final Fantasy. Um, I'm an Xbox mm-hmm. player, so I, you know, I think it's either a PlayStation exclusive or it's like PlayStation and PC. But I know it's not on Xbox. Uh, but it's a, it's more of like an action RPG as far as the demo was concerned and how the gameplay is going to be within the uh, the game itself. The demo that they had at a, at E3 that they used for the broadcast was just absolutely terrible. I don't know what the hell was going on. It looked like they were going against some giant monster, but whoever was controlling the the gameplay at that point was just running around aimlessly, uh, trying to position, I think, is what they were trying to do. But um, as far as the demo is concerned, it shows you a lot of the new mechanics and how all that's going to operate. It showed you know a little bit of the touchy-feely stuff, like, oh, here's what the world is going to look like during the day and at night and the different weather effects. Um, here's how you're going to use some of your, your spells or grenades and the differences of how the different weapons feel. Um, so it was pretty good. It, it, it was about an hour long, and it was more just an introduction to the game and the game style of what it's going to be. And it wasn't until the very end where you had to defeat this larger, well, the end boss battle, basically, for the demo, that you started to use the warp blade uh, technique. And that, if you've watched any of the trailers or any of the other reveals, uh, there's going to be basically sticking points or nodes throughout the environment and on the end bosses themselves that can 
be used as warp points. And Noctis, the main character, he's going to be able to like huck one of his blades at this warp point. So you'll throw it up like on the wall, and then Noctis can then just teleport directly to that location. So you're going to be able to like zip around the battlefield and the environment to take down your enemies. So you got to play around with that a little bit. So that's sweet. So yeah, it's kind of like the typical turn-based <clears throat> Final Fantasy. Say it again. It doesn't sound like the typical turn-based Final Fantasy at all. Oh, not even close. Not even. Yeah. No, it's completely uh, action-based. It's not turn-based at all. What turned me off from Final Fantasy? The last one I played was what was it thirteen? Was that the 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 big one that came out for PS3? And they made like six sequels off of that one. Yeah, they made Final Fantasy like thirteen, one, two, and three, or something like yeah. that. Like I felt like I played that game well. I enjoyed it. And then the last boss, like, it felt like I beat him randomly. Oh, jeez. Like, every, every like, strategy I, like, imposed didn't work. And then one time he just kind of, like, glitched out, and I just beat him. And I was like, well, that sucks. Well, that, that, was not, that wasn't worth the 100 hours that I put into this game. I'd yeah. take it. Yeah, that was one so. where you could, like, switch between different, like, uh, like defensive and offensive modes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forget what they called the... The paradigm, yes, was it the paradigm, yeah, yeah, and I love that stuff. But at the end, it just it just didn't seem to matter, and I was like, maybe I'm just not that into these Final Fantasy games as I used to think I was. Yeah, so. well, I've been, I've played every, well, at least played every Final Fantasy, like in order when they came out, basically. So I played Final Fantasy one on the super or the on the Nintendo itself, and then mm-hmm. all the ones that came out in the U.S. Well. Two and three, which are what are they like four and six within the series or something like that. So I've been playing it for a good more years than I care to admit <laughs> at this point. So I was all sorts of excited when thirteen came out and they were going to use this new concept, but it just—I guess it was because the Xbox three hundred and sixty was lacking the horsepower that the other consoles and the other systems had. Well, obviously the PC. So they actually had to split it up into four different discs on the three hundred and sixty. Yeah. So there's just no way you can create an open world that you can kind of fly between different locations uh, if you've got four different discs to draw the uh, the data and the storyline from. Yeah. I mean, I think Mass Effect either two or three um, had two discs, and they did it really cool with Bioware. They actually um, they had like the the intro mission on disc one. For the most part, and then you switch to disc two for like the bulk of the game, and then the final mission, like where it's like, if you initiate this sequence, there's no turning back. You're going to go into the end game content. Then once you initiated that, then you went back to disc one and finished it off. So they had like the the intro chunk and the outro chunk on disc one, but the bulk of the game was on disc two. So that was pretty cool. But when you have the game across four different discs. There's just no way you can have, you know, cross between different locations. Unless you're going to go, like, if you played games way back when, the, uh, you know, you had to swap floppy discs out of your Commodore 64 or Tandy PC, where you had, like, 12 wasn't, discs. Go ahead. Wasn't there, like, a game or something for, like, the NES or Super NES where you had to pull it out mid, mid-game mid and then put another game in into it to do something? Am I making I, that shit up? I think that was a glitch or something. Was it? Think, but you know, think, I'm not making that up. You've heard that before? It sounds familiar. Like, when you pull a game out, it would just freeze at that screen, and then right. you put another game in, and it would load something into it? For some reason, I'm thinking so- uh, Sonic. 
Like, you pull Sonic 2 out, and then you put Sonic 3 in, or something, and something crazy happens. And something, ha- and something happens? Yeah, I don't remember hmm. exactly, though. No idea. Um, that one I'm not familiar with. <clears throat> All I remember is that you could put, like, Sonic and Knuckles and put games on top of that. No, it's not that. There was, like, something you could, like, stop a game mid-game and then put another game into it. Because yeah, it, it doesn't, like it doesn't freeze the game completely. It still has, like, for some reason, the music is playing in the background once you take yeah. it cartridge out and Sonic yeah, the just consoles used to be pretty there. simple yeah yeah like when when uh, they made the exploit for the original Xbox it was taking advantage of the fact that certain games took used Linux and you would you would essentially load up Splinter Cell or MechWarrior I think any any of the Linux compatible games you would load up a specific save you got off the internet and it would it would give you a Linux operating system Instead of that video game, oh, nice. <laughs> what the fuck? That's awesome. Yeah. yeah, you could then you could then overwrite the operating system of the Xbox and then and get yourself XBMC, the original XBMC on there. Speaking of MechWire, MechWire was pretty much all I understood from what you just said. Um, <laughs> there's like a MechWire game on Xbox, the preview program. You see that, Dustin or Anthony? What? Oh, right. No, I, 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 I don't know if it's called like Hawken. I think that's wrong. Oh, no, there's, yes, it. yes. It, okay, man. I saw that. But there's a free one, and I kind of want to play it because I like mechs. That is true. I like mechs are pretty awesome. Yeah, I watched Hawken one player's video of he was in, like this dogfight of this guy. And it looked like they shot each other for like 45 seconds and nothing happened to each other. So I was like, oh, maybe this game's not that good. But mm-hmm. uh, I, I'm thinking about checking it out. Is it well, called Hawking? Yeah, it's Hawking and it's free to play. Yeah. You can join the beta now, it says. Dustin, I wasted $15 in that month of uh, DC Universe. We never really got back into it to save the world. Yeah, well, I didn't feel like waiting an game. hour to get back into that fucking game. <laughs> <laughs> terrible game, anyway. Jesus Christ, it took fun forever. Uh, it was pretty funny when we were just flying around. We that need to get back into Dying Light, though. Friend played on the PS4. Yeah, we do. How was Dying Light? Dying Light is one of the best games on Xbox or, P- or PS4. It, that game is fucking phenomenal. That's great. That looked so good, but I was—I can't remember what games I was playing at the time when it came out. And then again, just you know, limited budget, where it's like, all right, I'm playing yeah. this, I can pick up this one. But you know, wife would probably get a little annoyed if I'm like, hey, I bought a new game. Hey, I bought a new game. Hey, I bought a new game. <laughs> That's why you just don't tell her. You just do it, and then oh, she'll okay. ask you questions about it, and you'd be like, oh, I have no idea. That's what I did. Nah, nah, baby. I don't know. Dustin, Dustin, would you have liked Dying Light if you didn't play it as with somebody else? I think so. Especially I think me. I would. I'm more of a like a multiplayer person, anyways. But mm-hmm. I like the fact that you can open it up and have people join you, no matter what. Because I, okay. I played quite a bit without you, but I never liked story stuff, and it was still such a good game. Yeah, so much fun. I, it's a lot of fun just running around in there and being scared it's of the so funny and, and just like just doing stupid shit and just fucking with the zombies <laughs> god it's fun zombies in the face yeah. fly 30 feet away the night the night time is fucking scary as fuck yeah I want to get back into it because we got the following next yeah we got cars now yeah oh. I'm excited for oh. that I played a little bit of it but motherfucker <laughs> what <laughs> I'd test it out I'd test the waters you know I'd uh-huh. you know when you put you know when you put you like that that part of your skin that's like invulnerable to burn under the water what is that a thing you know when what? like you don't 
don't people put like their wrist underwater when it's hot? See if it's hot, like babies and shit. Oh right. Why do people do that? Is, is yeah, it, it's sensitive that, part that, of the skin. That you, you got it. They'll take the bottle out of oh, the microwave and, and it's sensitive. Yeah, that that part of your wrist. Oh, right, see, I always thought it was tougher. I know a lot of places more sensitive than my wrist. Seriously, two. I, I can think of two right now. Dustin, if we ever have a kid, I'm gonna spread you spread your cheeks and drop a little bit of milk down your butt. You can tell me if it's hot or not. That wasn't one yeah, of the see, places, but hot. I guess I have three now. <laughs> it's obviously gonna be hot. It's definitely gonna be. Hot. I'm gonna drop. I'm gonna drop baby milk down Dustin's pee hole. Oh, I'm gonna open up my eye and there's gonna spray milk into it. How's this feel? <laughs> Let's not talk about eye injuries. Eye injuries freak me out. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I got sensitive eyes too. I can't even watch people like get dude. In their eyes. I got a piece of metal in my eye one time. They took a fucking drill, like dentist oh. drill looking thing. It was like a pencil or a pen that was a drill, and it sounded like a dentist drill. And they stuck it right in my fucking eye as I was awake. It was fucking horrifying. That does not sound yeah, like fun. <laughs> no, it sucks, man. Worst headache you'll ever get in your fucking life. Even though they the numb you out. I'm pretty sure. They had to get like the rust out of my eye. Fucking oh, sucked. God. God damn it. Yeah. Uh, so, Dustin, um, obviously, Dying Light is a big one for us. Mm-hmm. Even though it, uh, the following came out this year, apparently. Yeah, it wasn't too long ago. Uh, what do you got? Uh, I'm really enjoying Overwatch, which I'm sure oh, God, I haven't played Overwatch in like three weeks. I wanted to get back in. I played some of it. I saw it on Xbox One, right? Yeah, I saw you playing the other day, and I saw Andy playing the other day, and I was surprised you guys weren't playing together. I, but. if I'm playing something, I'm usually playing by myself. Yeah, loser. But uh, yeah, Overwatch is a really big one, and Rocket League are probably the two big games of this year that I'm really liking. That came out this year. Are you still playing that on PC or uh, Xbox? Uh, both. Okay. I play. I, I kind of like it better on the PC because it runs smoother, and it's not. It doesn't chug as much as it does on the Xbox. Did they ever really figure like... out the compatibility? I don't. No, that. Oh I, I don't think that shit's gonna be coming anytime soon. That's too. The bad. Rocket League. The Rocket League one will, for at least for Xbox and PC. I don't ever see Sony being like, "Hey, let's play games together." Seems like the developers could always just take it out of their hands, right? Yeah, but I wonder how much like you have to like get that shit passed in certification. I, I don't know if you could just throw that update up. Yeah, yeah, they're gonna want to inspect it for their own console. Yeah. You guys, you and Dustin played. Was that you and Dustin? Yeah. Was that you and Adrian? Dustin okay. and Adrian all played. How was playing with Adrian? He's all right. He's not bad. We even made a little Twitch stream for a while. Remember? Yeah. It was fun. That was fun. Uh, Dustin, what else you got? Can't have something. I, I Why don't you guys talk about Battleborn since nobody's playing Battleborn? Okay. And you two are the only people that I know that play Battleborn. I oh, I like man. Battleborn a little better than Overwatch just because it has the single. Wow. Nobody <laughs> has said that. Can we get a shirt that says Dustin likes Battleborn more than Overwatch? I'm gonna have to second that. A lot of text for a shirt. Hey. <laughs> it was just it was just brainstorming. Dustin it doesn't have to be the final product. You know this. I think even in terms of PvP. Battleborn is better than Overwatch. Yeah. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. It, it is missing the uh, the free-for-all aspect that, you know, Overwatch, you can go around and kill kill each other. You, you don't really want to be doing that in Battleborn. That's the major difference. Well, the good people in Overwatch, you don't really want to be doing that either. 
But yeah, it's all objectives, right? But yeah, but in Overwatch, you can still win if you're just wiping the, the shit out of people. Yeah, right. But uh, you still need to pay attention to the objectives. Yeah, mainly. I haven't yeah, played Battleborn to... very much. I've played, uh, I think, 15 hours. I put 15 hours into it, but I, I really like it. I like it a lot. Yeah, I, I can't wish say I... it's that captivating of a game, but it's it's a favorite for the year. Yeah. Why don't you think people stay with or Battleborn? It's it's easy to get through it all. They have two levels per mode for all the PvP maps, so that's only six. And mm-hmm. then there's only, I think, eight or, or seven, maybe six uh, single player missions. So it's just so it's so easy to get through it all. I think it's seven. I think it's an odd number, but yeah. I think it starts at zero. So Dustin, it might be Dustin, eight. I want to I don't want to make you sound like an asshole, but six is an odd number. Six is an even number. Exactly. Um, well, he, it could be seven. It do could you be think? Eight. No, I'm just kidding. Do you think like uh, it's funny? Like you say, like there's just not enough content. Do you think if Battleborn went the no single player content route, like Overwatch did, and focused more on their player or like the the characters and game modes in that multiplayer, do you think it would be a better game? No, I think it would be a better game if they had waited several months maybe got another couple of their story missions out that they plan for the dlc right and even Mm -hmm. several more of the heroes that they plan on giving away for free to all the uh original buy-ins anyway you know i'm just saying uh, they they didn't have to release it the same day or the same month overwatch at all they they didn't need to compete and they kind of screwed themselves trying yeah the whole like single player multiplayer thing always like uh it always i always find it funny because when the big thing i always think of is like when titanfall first came out everybody lost their goddamn minds that there's no single player in in uh in uh this game nobody said shit about there being no single player in overwatch overwatch came out for only 39.99 though came out 60 on, on console though what it's 60 on console really that's too bad and nobody gives <laughs> no. <laughs> Fuck you. And you have to pay yearly too. Don't don't forget. No, and nobody gives a shit that like it's just weird like how some games, like everybody doesn't mind if the single player is great and they throw in a crummy multiplayer. It's like well we just won't play that. But everybody needs some kind of single player in a multiplayer game. Everybody shit on Battlefront because it didn't have multiplayer or a single player single player s- story to it. Um, Battlefront just really makes you wonder if, it though. Yeah, do they though? Like, well, how, how well are they doing right now? I, don't know. I imagine still people are still playing that. No, it's worse than Battleborn. You think so? I bet it. It's at least I think they, have, I think they have a DLC coming out soon too. Just no one's online playing. Just, I don't know. That shit always strikes me funny. Like Overwatch doesn't have a multiplayer or a single player. Uh, they don't. They don't even entertain the idea of a single player thing. And everybody's it doesn't cool sound with like it. Overwatch. Was ever it, it, I think Overwatch was intended to be some massive multiplayer game. Yeah, but so was uh, Battle or um, Titanfall. They came out, so there's no multi, there's no single player. It's a multiplayer game, and oh, everybody right, lost right. their goddamn minds. Same way with uh, Battleborn or not Battleborn Battlefronts. Too many fucking bees and yeah, that was too much. <laughs> you know, I wouldn't be surprised. Can one of you getting more uh, games that are like just multiplayer only? Because I mean, isn't that the gimmick with? Like Battlefield and Call of Duty, like no one yeah, touches yeah. Uh, the single player anyway. 
I was a big Call of Duty player play, uh, person, and I never played single players. I played single players in Call of Duty 4 and Modern Warfare 2, but never the other ones. Never touched them. Right. There is a customer base for the single player. I'm, I'm not part of it. I don't buy those games at all, but I know my uncle is a big fan of playing the single player for either series. He's just an yeah, old guy. Doesn't, yeah, it's not competitive. He doesn't care. Is he the type of guy that waits for it when he sees it at a store? For 30 bucks he buys it, or does he know like oh, when no, it's coming he'll, out? He'll get it used for seventeen ninety. Yeah, so that doesn't help the yeah. developer at all. No. Right. So they might as well leave it out. I guess you're right. Yeah. They, it's just, it's just I, that shit is so weird. Like, I think digital, digital gaming is going to change that, because eventually people are going to be like, well, we'll release the multiplayer and we'll release the single player. And we'll both we'll sell them both thirty bucks, and when the multiplayer sells three times the amount single player sells, they just won't make single player ever again. Right. It'll just be a thirty dollar, forty dollar game for multiplayer. It'll never because eventually everything's going digital. Yeah, no. I mean, a lot of times people put single player. Like it's funny how people for multiplayer games, people put single player stuff in to keep people from selling it back, like so they feel like they, there's still something they need to do on that disc. And Uncharted, Last of Us games like that they get multiplayers so people don't sell the game back as soon as they beat it it's just funny how that shit works and eventually when new sales go away it'll be interesting to see if we still get package deals will multiplayer and single player still be in one disc one game or is it going to be two different things no, eventually it's of, not going to matter there's a lot of opportunity for companies to try new models uh, I'd like yeah, to definitely. see an experiment I always wanted to see the Call of Duty 50-50 split if yeah. people want to play, if people want to play single player, sell for thirty bucks. People want to play multiplayer, sell for thirty bucks, or find like the right price. Say the, so imagine yeah, 20, single player costs like that. way more than what the multiplayer costs. Um, I doubt that. Yeah, if, if, you, if it's you don't in think terms so? of research and development, they're doing all their R and D and all their programming explicitly for the multiplayer. They're just carrying okay. it over to all they're designing for single player is levels in AI. Yeah, I'm just figuring. I figured on like the voice, voice, the voice acting and the and the character models and uh, oh yeah, all they that, don't have all the production. They don't get. I mean, and keep keep hiring John's, Kevin Spacey, and you're going to be spending some money. No, but. I think isn't John Snow the bad guy this year in Call of Duty? Oh, the the actor who played John Snow. Yeah, I think that's what I heard. Oh, actually, John. Oh, that Snow. sounds cool. He doesn't have like <laughs> a super distinct voice or character, though. I mean, I think it's just a fa- it's a face model. Oh, it's kind of like the Kevin easy. Spacey. He's got a pouty look to him. Oh, okay. He does. He's got DSLs. <clears throat> I got damn it, <laughs> <laughs> I just got that. Yeah, so did I. Oh, God damn it, Dustin might be my favorite thing I ever say. <laughs> I like that everybody says it, too. It makes me giggle every time. Oh, shit. No, it's just funny. Like, I don't know. Like, uh, Battleborn, should they have just made... Borderlands Three, yes, yeah, probably, yeah, yeah. totally. I mean, it just seems like such a fucking waste. Yep, everybody's trying to get on this MM or the MOBA like um, scene, and nobody really knows how to do it. Like, thing is, they got to realize these MOBAs they started from nothing. They're just a freak. Like, they're they're freak. They really are just like freak video games. They're mods that turned into something yeah. more, yeah, and exactly. they slowly grew into something that was just nobody could repeat. And to make the the MOBA first person MOBA first persons don't work. It's in my opinion. There's not much MOBA to it though. You ask me. There's a little bit. There's some creep stuff from, from what I played in the beta. There was some creep action. Yeah, there I guess you're right. 
the all all the PvP is well, no. It's it's hard to agree. Yeah. But well, maybe right. maybe it's not fair to say MOBA, but until they give that genre a definitive name, people are going to lump it in with the the MOBAs. They're trying to call these these types of things hero shooters. Yeah. Okay. Then I mean, what it's is a very creative name? I must say. What is Overwatch? Because Overwatch certainly isn't a MOBA, but it has like yeah, characteristic the. The characters have characteristics of a MOBA. They're definitely calling it a hero shooter. Yeah. Is that what they call it? Okay. Yeah. Well, and this whole concept of a MOBA or a hero shooter is still so new, especially it to like, the console gamers, because I mean, I, I do all my gaming on the Xbox, so I never played any of the League of Legends or the, uh, the Dota or anything else that they considered one of these like massive you know, MOBA games. So by bringing them over to the console, they're going to be, you know, fumbling over themselves until they figure out how to make it work on the console platform. So, like, as far as Battleborn is concerned, I mean, that's great for uh, Gearbox to try something new, and obviously, if something's, like, on the rise, a genre's on the rise, or, like, this is what's hot right now, then, yeah, you obviously have to, you know, jump into that pool, see if you can capitalize on see if your game yeah. can be the next big one. Unfortunately, all the Blizzard fans uh, jumped all over Overwatch. I mean, I've seen, like, on my Twitter feed, uh, people who are huge into WoW and uh, Heroes of the Storm, they're all playing Overwatch now. So it's, like, everyone that's been playing Blizzard, or, yeah, Blizzard games, they're all moving over to this new Blizzard game. So I'm sure that's helping them out quite a bit. Yeah. And they do that every time Blizzard releases a game. Like, well, then, uh, Anthony, I, didn't, I didn't think of that, but Anthony makes a good point. Um, I really like Blizzard. I don't know if I play, I don't know if I play Overwatch if it's not a Blizzard game. I don't know if I give Overwatch a t- uh, like a chance. You know, that's if you ask me that, that if that Blizzard logo is not really a, if that Blizzard logo is not attached to, I don't know if I play it. That logo, that's one of those companies. That logo still means something though, because you're gonna get what you pay oh, for. Hell yeah, it does. And for a long time, they'll always be yeah. they'll always be updating it. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, like I think another thing you were saying, I can't exactly remember what I was gonna say, but. I feel like they haven't figured out the pricing structure for these hero shooters or MOBAs for consoles yet because Dota 2 is one of my all-time favorite games and it's fucking free. Right. You know, you never have to spend like I have spent money on them because you just get into it and you want to buy like the like cosmetic crap, but like I would have never I I played now 1000 1500 hours of that game. Never would have had to spend a dime if I didn't want to. They need to figure that stuff out for these console games if they're going to yeah. do it. Yeah, basically they need to break away from the standard $60 AAA price tag of no matter what, yep. which actually kind of goes back to our discussion about the single-player versus multiplayer. I mean, suppose they released, um, like, Call of Duty, where you have, like, a $40 multiplayer and a $20 single-player, or they just treated the single-player yeah. as, like, a separate app. But you need to be able to move away from that $60, like, standard price point. You need to be able to, like... I would even go as that. far... I would even go as far as I probably wouldn't do it as much now, but if they had a Call of Duty membership like program, like sixty bucks a year, you get the mm-hmm. new Call of Duty. I would probably would have done that for like a call or like fifty bucks a year. You get like the new multiplayer. You get the, you get in the beta. Uh, they get throw in some things. Yeah, well, the because- funny thing is with oh, Overwatch is Overwatch was priced thirty dollars cheaper on a PC, right? Is that what you said, Konamanon? It was thirty bucks. Uh, I'm pretty sure it was only thirty to forty dollars. Forty dollars. So twenty dollars yeah, cheaper. So that means they still haven't figured out the 
pri- their their pricing models for console gamers. That means either console gamers aren't spending money, or they're spending a lot of money and they figure they can get away with selling a sixty dollar game and then still having people buy cosmetics. Well, I'm also wondering: you know? is there any other legal issues where it's like if you're going to release a game that's of this caliber, it's going to be sixty dollars? Like that's just market standard. So if they, yeah, I don't know, I Dustin. Wasn't there a game we talked about that was? Forty dollars. Well, the witness. The witness is forty dollars. Yeah. That was the game. It was a weird game because it was an indie game. It was pretty hyped up as like a triple A game, but it fell in that. It fell in between like the triple A sixty dollar games mm-hmm. and then like the typical twenty dollar indie games. It was like it's really weird to take it. Yeah, and that's because it was uh, fell into the indie category. So I don't know what the stipulations are. Like if you have to have a design yeah, or developer so, staff so, under a certain number. So well, like, what are you saying? Like, like. If if Overwatch comes out on forty dollars for console, console gamers will think it's bad. You know, yeah. I don't know. Um, if it came out for forty dollars on console, they'll probably initially think that it's a smaller game and it's not as well developed, and it probably has more of like an indie feel to it. But that's also because might be because we're just accustomed to the sixty dollars standard across the board price point. You know what I mean? So like. Yeah. On PC, especially with Steam, they got their sales going on all the time. Um, you have the different price points for things. You, they'll dip below, and as we just said, the forty dollars for um, for the price point. If you're not accustomed to seeing games that are a varying level or varying price points, then if you see a below or anything that's not the sixty dollars, you're probably going to think that it's you know a lesser of a game. That's so crazy. There, there's can't be another market where that this like mentality works. Like we're we're we we're refused to try the the cheaper product because we think it's it's gonna it be needs well. to be more expensive. Yeah, right? That's so stupid of console gamers to think we need to yeah. change this. Yeah, good I'm job, wondering if the is. Oh, God, we're dumb. <laughs> I think I'm wondering if it might not be a less diabolical than that, and they're just trying to. I don't know. Like the whole point of capitalism is to make like a cheaper, better product, and oh. people. Make a cheaper, better product, and we're like, nope, fuck that game. It's only forty bucks. We need, we need to spend sixty on a piece of shit. Yeah. Oh, we're I'm so bad. If, I'm wondering if they didn't just tack on the extra twenty dollars for the cost of the port, though. It, it seems just as likely. I think, that I think the extra be. twenty bucks also. It also has a lot to do with the, the manufacturing, the advertisement, the shipping, uh, the production. Yeah. What are they shipping though? We're, well, no, for, I'm just saying console. I, I imagine majority of they console gamers are still buying up. discs. Cardboard so stand. They're still not going to be like, "Hey, this game will be forty dollars, digitally only, uh, six dollars in store." They're still not ready to do that. Eventually, no, we they don't even that was. Are you kidding me? There's still games for sixty bucks on Steam. I think is Battleborn really? is an is an example where the digital was a different price than the physical. I think it was only five dollar difference, though. Yeah, but even I that, mean, well, it's it's still something. that's still something. Yeah, it's still something. Yeah. yeah, it's still something. Yeah. Like, if they're going to go to an all-digital platform, or they want people to go to an all-digital platform, you're going to have to drop the price on the digital content, because, I mean, all the extra money that they'd be saving from not manufacturing the game, not um, producing the the box, the cover, no, slip, uh, to actually physically move the disc to the store, all the transportation, distribution costs, that's all out the window if they're just going to log on to your servers... And download the code. I mean, sure, you still got to maintain um, 
you know, bandwidth and other server maintenance, but I mean, yeah, they've got to have a limited shit time ton of bandwidth already. Up, though. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, uh, I'm just saying the the cost of their servers and all of that versus what it costs to to produce physical copies. I mean, a- after an, an initial push, they're going to be able to to shut down a lot of their bandwidth and and you know, right, basically shut down some of the cost of servers. We should all just quit. <laughs> Fuck them. <laughs> or do, I, I, it's so interesting. Like I feel. It. We're we definitely not the become... first people. Go ahead. I'll just say we should all become PC gamers and just torrent all games. That'll okay. show them. <laughs> I'm is starting torrenting, to agree. Is, is torrenting games still a thing on PC? You still do oh, it yeah. pretty easily? It's gotta be. Can you? It's, gotta it's be. gotten easier than ever. Especially if you have oh. a, a Vive. You can just download any sort of VR game you want. <laughs> oh, yeah. So the division came out this year. You guys want to talk about that? <laughs> no, I think no. I, I think I think the last time I heard about it, it dropped ninety percent of the people that were playing it. Oh my god! I guess there was a uh, expansion that released this last couple weeks. Yeah, I haven't heard anybody talk about it, so it can't be that good. Man, I just remember when that Nobody game came out. I was uh, flipping through my Destiny app on my phone to see what people were up to, and like. I think I actually posted an image, a screenshot on Twitter saying, you know, showing it like an entire screen worth of gamer tags. All of them were playing Destiny, or excuse me, all of them were playing The Division. Like every oh, single wow. person that I was playing Destiny with, like they all jumped ship to The Division, and it just stayed that way for a while. But then, like. I don't know. <laughs> I never picked up the division myself, but then you know, everyone got over the the initial hype of it all and just ran out of content or something, and then it just it just it could have been hard. Yeah, because after you hit max level, and you get bored of the dark zone, there's nothing you can do. Well, I think their first expansion had the ex- the exact opposite effect that they wanted on me. Like it came out, I, I played it like for like an hour and I was like yeah I think I'm done with the division and usually expansions come out to get people back into the game right. I was like yeah I'm out I was good up to that point and after that first expansion came out I never played it again wow it's like fuck this I'm done and that was hyped up for I don't, like three years three yeah at least I really I really Four did enjoy, I played like 200 hours of the division I really enjoyed what I did play but um, I was never I probably will never go back to it yeah it's just crazy how far it just how high it rose, and then how far it dropped in such a short period of time. Yeah, it's too bad. It's I never even like they hyped shot. it up for several E3s to the point where I was just like, "Oh my god, can I please skip over this part?" Um, and then just to just fizzle so quickly. Isn't that the same game that made everyone line up? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, was, <laughs> there was so many people playing it that you couldn't log into a laptop or something, so you, they had to put people in a single file line right, and wait right. their turn. Hilarious. Well, I think that you couldn't like pass <laughs> through other pl- people. So, like in Destiny, if you're in the tower, uh, you can actually walk through other guardians. Like they're not physically yeah. unless they're in well, your yeah. um, unless they're in your party, and then you can push them around and that is true. Push them off of. 
things. Yeah, they did. The, they did this great thing where, like, in the division, you could stand in a doorway and block people in. And then it took them like a week to change that, right? Because Dustin, Dustin used to always do that bullshit with me. Yes, I did, and it was Fuck hilarious. <laughs> Sounds like a troll fest. I <laughs> oh, mean, Dustin trolls me all the fucking time. Pushes me off cliffs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do. It's fun. Yeah. I got, I got a good I record that of. Um, yeah. Oh, I knocked the shit of him off. Or I knocked him off a cliff one time in Destiny. It was pretty great. <laughs> it's a way to do it. Um. Yeah. So we're coming up close to the end of time. Uh, last two things I want to say. Actually, three. Oh no, we talked about Overwatch. I just want to say I've been playing more Uncharted Four. Still really good. It hasn't thrown its hooks in me like the other ones have. And I don't know if that's because I'm changing as a gamer. Uh, single player games are harder for me to play. I, you know, if I'm, I'm going to play four hours at a time, I'd rather play with like my friends mm-hmm. and have like little that. experiences than rather than like, you know, really take in what Uncharted is. It's very good though. Uh, I still haven't finished Doom, which I should because I think about the end. Doom is incredible. Um, and I think my, my surprise of the year was Enter the Gungeon. I really like that game. And uh, I don't know. I, I feel like I've been playing so many good games already in the first six months of this year. Um, I just want to know. Anthony kind of already talked about it. I want to know what you guys are most excited for by the end of this year the game um something to anticipate yeah well what's the one game you want at the end of this year or before this year is over they didn't tease god of war to be at the end of this year did they no it's not coming this oh, year that's very unfortunate that that's the first choice for me <laughs> <laughs> yeah i've never played a god of war game but that that trailer that they showed looked badass yeah it looked like tomb raider <laughs> yeah Oh, I have three. I'm going to give you my two runners-up. Titanfall 2, Battlefield 1, the runners-up. But I think my most one, most anticipated one is I want to see what they did with the Mafia series. I'm really excited for Mafia 3. Uh, I I think Mafia 2 was great, but it had its problems. And Mafia 3 seems so much different than whatever um, the Mafia series was before. Who's producing Mafia? That's not Rockstar, right? Eh, might be. Or no, I think it's 2K. It's 2K. I think. That sounds better. Uh, Well, my two is... I'm excited to see what No Man's Sky comes out with. Because that gets released in August. Um, It looks looks okay. I'm excited to see what it is. I want to see actual gameplay of it. So that I can see if I actually want to pay the 60 bucks for it. It looks beautiful. But it looks weird. You know what I'm saying? It's got like it's very angular in the art, but I'm excited yeah. to see when that comes out. How that looks? Low polygon. Yeah, it's weird. I don't. I don't know. And the uh, the other one is. I'm gonna say South Park, the fractured butthole. You just wanted to say fractured butthole. No, that's a good. That's a good choice. You played the first one, right? I've seen all of the first one. I haven't played it yet, but it's yeah, hilarious, and I need to it's play a it. Little game, yeah. And I, I'm excited because it's superheroes for the next time. With <laughs> is it the coon? Yeah. Yes, it's all superheroes. I never watched the trailer for it. I probably should have. Yeah, they're basically spoofing off of all the 
the Marvel and DC movies that are coming out. Like, no, we need to do all our separate movies first. Then we come in for the. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like Civil Sound- War. <laughs> right. It <laughs> sounds amazing. You aren't excited right, for Infinite Warfare? No, I mean, it looks cool, but. Ah, I, 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 I want to try that. I want to try the remastered. Just for the remastered, you'll get Infinite Warfare. You were saying that yeah. earlier, yeah. I mean that that if, uh, the Call of Duty thing like really got me into like modern day gaming. That just was the one game that like I had to play. I had to be a part of like this culture farther than I was. It also kind of went a weird way. It took me away from the culture. It took me away from playing great games like the Bioshock series. I missed a bunch. Of, I missed an incredible amount of fall games because I was so obsessed with Call of Duty. So Yeah, Bioshock, you know. those are great games. And with the remasters coming out, I highly recommend you get them. I'm definitely going to be picking up the remasters. Yeah, I've um, never... I wasn't able to play... I played a little bit of the first one, but again, this was... I was still in my apartment, so this was a good six years ago, six, seven years ago. Um, played a little bit of the first one, but I oh, got oh, distracted by a shiny object <laughs> to the side. <laughs> Something stupid. I was like, oh, I need to play this game now. Um, so I... <laughs> pulled away from it but the whole concept the art style um the storytelling like all of it just looks absolutely fantastic so now that they're going to yeah. come out with a remaster um do you think they're going to release all of them for like the same price like it's all going to be whole... 60 bucks yeah, yeah. all so. three games with um all the dlc for 60 bucks oh i'm definitely getting fantastic it. yeah right. absolutely yeah I'll, I'll definitely that's, get it that's a solid yeah, buy well, well. that's solid and, like, the first time you meet a big daddy is probably the scariest part in a video game that I've... Uh, I, like killing, I like killing little girls. That was probably my best one. <laughs> you monster. Uh, I, I We're going to take go. that down as a quote. Yeah. <laughs> That's going to be on a t-shirt. I like killing little girls. I played as a Chinese man, and he just had a problem with little girls. Nothing <laughs> I can do about it. It's cultural. Don't judge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, not racist if it's cultural. That's yes, That's right. That's right. Uh, Get off. All right, back. Anthony or Kanaman, you won, right? Uh, yeah, anticipated games. I'm I'm looking forward to to Batman. They're coming out with Return to Arkham. I saw that got delayed indefinitely, so I wouldn't what? hold on. Hold on. Oh <laughs> no! I might want to pick. You want to? I might want to pick a new one. Well, then, then there's there's Sid Meier's Civilization Six. That's a solid. Oh hell yeah! Solid pick. Another salad. No, I'm, I'm definitely looking. I just I just bought into the Brave New World update, but I played probably over 200 hours of Civ Five before that, and I'll, nice. I'll, I'll see what the uh, the newest expansion does for it. I, I I put a couple hours into the Beyond Earth series, and uh, but I'm looking forward to Civ Six. Going back to the roots. Very nice. All right, Anthony, close this out. Uh, what are you looking forward to besides Final Fantasy? Um, besides that, watch dogs. I'm looking. <laughs> um, yeah, actually, um, August 23rd, Deus Ex Mankind Divided is coming out. You guys play any of the Deus Ex? Yeah, I'm, I, I downloaded it. It's good. I downloaded the first and I haven't played it yet. I think I only got about 50% through it before I gave up and got distracted by something else, but it was, it's solid. Yeah. That's how I get 
through most games is about halfway. It <laughs> <laughs> happens. That's why you're perfect for us. Yeah. yeah, another game comes out. You're like, ooh, shiny object. Uh, <laughs> the Deus Ex series. That's um, definitely more stealth. Um, if you're good at taking your time and working your way through, oh, um, that's uh, a disaster for me. <laughs> you should see me play Uncharted Four because you're supposed to sneak through parts, and I just don't want to do it. I fucking hate it. <laughs> well, I'm just running through like tall grass, shooting guns, so I can draw everybody out at once. Oh, it's a fucking nightmare. Uh, the, I, I did a lot of guns blazing in the in the last one. It works out well. Oh, it, it does work. For tries, but you can di- you can do it that way. Yep, you can actually absolutely do it that way. But just for the added challenge, I went through. Uh, I didn't realize that there were achievements that you can get for not killing anyone through the entire game. So that's yeah. um, so the first battle that I went through in the first Deus Ex, I pretty much just mowed everyone down. And then you get to uh, your hacker guy, Pritchard, I think his name is. And he's like, so, Adam, turn into a savage. I'm like, oh, my bad. I didn't realize I was supposed to try to stealth my way through this. And I was able to uh, go through the rest of the game with only killing the end bosses. But, um, yeah, real excited to see how they're going to work with this one. It's definitely more action-based. And I'm just a sucker for, like, the good storytelling and, like, the symbolism and real-world allegory that they throw into these types of games. You should absolutely play Bioshock, then. I know! Like I said, I, was, I got through, like, the first few levels. And uh, just it was just so great, but, like I said, I, I think maybe uh, the first Borderlands came out around that time. Probably. That might have been the game that distracted me. But yeah, uh, definitely looking forward to Bioshock. Uh, for that to come out, but yeah, so my third pick for anticipated games would be the Deus Ex Mankind Divided. Cool. All right. Well, I feel like we could have went for three hours to cut us short because I don't know how much room we have in our Dropbox. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we went an hour and a half. Yeah, hour and a half. Let's say thank you so much, Anthony, for coming out. Yeah, thanks it's for so having me. Great to have you on whenever we have you. Uh, yeah, nice I'm so good. glad the world got to hear fucking Konominon. Hey, nom, hey. Nom. glad to finally be on. Nom noms. Thanks uh, for having me. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Uh, Dustin, Dustin's got piece of something that he wants to say. Yes, I do. Um, this is going to be my last episode on 8-Bit Bourbon as a regular. I I have... Fuck you. I've started what? my own podcast yeah, that has taken my... <laughs> My time. Thank you for the boos and the hisses. Anthony, Anthony, do you think you can hop in your car and drive 35 minutes and take this knife out of my back? Uh, give me the address, shoot it to my phone, I'll be it's, o- right it's, over. It's, it's really <laughs> pinned in there. I would ask Phenomenon. Just don't like that. Yeah, it's a long flight for me, man. Long flight. You're not, you're not allowed to steal Phenomenon from me. He's my only one. No, I'm not going to steal him from him. He'll just be a guest every, every once in a while. Fuck you. You got to yeah, talk to us. Go. You got to talk to us first. <laughs> I will. We'll ask permission. We'll get a license, NDAs and all that. Yeah, I'll get yeah, the paperwork signed. Get the NDAs signed. taken care of. Get right. the, uh, the non-competitive. Give it to my lawyer. He'll give it to yours. <laughs> yeah. we'll, we'll work something out. But if you uh, if you, you do want to continue following my adventures in the podcast land, uh, the podcast is called GLHF Podcast. It's the second one that you search for on iTunes. The other one is GLHF Radio. I don't know why it pops up, but because it's. You'll find me and Charles. That's it. Okay. It's because it's not an original name. That's why I yeah, just Fuck yeah. <laughs> that. <laughs> but uh, I'm happy for you, buddy. Thanks. Good I, luck. I, I really yeah, like I it. I heard that pilot. The pilot's good. Thanks. You guys should all listen it was, to it. Yeah, it was good. I appreciate it. Right. I, ha- I, ha- I want you to have good luck and have fun. 
And when it all comes crashing burn, cr- crashing down, I want you to come back begging for your old spot. Okay. I'll, let, I'll, I'll ha- let you know I'll what ha- happens. I'll, ha- I'll happily give it to you. Cause, oh, uh, thanks. You're my boy. You're my boy, Blue. <laughs> we'll still play games, you. and we'll still we'll still hang out. Um, oh, also, I forgot to tell everybody, Andy's not doing the podcast weekly anymore, so it's going to be me. It's going to be me and probably Konominon, if I can get him, and whoever yeah. else I decide... I want on the show. So the show's taking a whole new spin. If you like the Drunk Adam on the E3 episodes, you'll probably get that a lot more often. Um, We need to get hammered on the... uh, Let's do next week. Let's get hammered. Okay. I'm down. You'll get a lot more Anthony. I'm trying to get Corey to get a fucking mic. I want Blaze to get a mic. Blaze is our our Gavin Free. He's the the European correspondent. The England correspondent. He is. Uh, Yeah. So, yeah, it's good things. This is what podcasting is about, about growing and finding your own voice and doing whatever you want. <clears throat> so I'm really excited for you, Dustin. Me and Andy Thanks. are super pumped for you. Uh, wish you the best of luck. I, I so, do appreciate and, uh, you the Stitcher? year that I had with you guys. It was, uh, it was great. It was a great learning experience. Hell yeah. And I thank you for that. And go, and, go, and go fuck ourselves. Sounds like someone got fired. <laughs> yeah, and Dustin fired us. It's, it's my, fucking bullshit. It's my we brought him in. It's we brought drink. him in, and he fired us. <laughs> he fired Andy. He fired Andy, and then before he left, he fucking put this knife in my back and fucking walked away. It's bullshit. <laughs> Just drop the grenade and leave. That's what I did. Seriously, um, yeah, but you're you're gonna kill it. Uh, I don't know Charles, but fuck him. Uh, <laughs> he eats yeah, me, so he's okay in my book. And uh, you, yeah, it's going to be awesome. So uh, this is the final time I get to say it. I'm Adam. I'm Dustin. I'm Anthony. Phenomenon here. And this <laughs> is 8-Bit Bourbon. Nom and nom and nom and nom and nom.